welcome to this episode of Peace Prayer Podcast, where we share tips on living by faith and act on it by praying for conflicts around the world. Welcome once again to Peace Prayer Podcast. Now it's the Christmas season. It's a time to celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we're all grateful for that. Yeah, this time we're celebrating that. Having holidays, relaxing with family. However, um, it's as we relax and celebrate. I enjoy you to pray with us. Uh, today we'll continue our discussion on the end times. Uh, you know, the scriptural positioning. Um, for end times. This is the third part. On this this part, we're talking on endurance. You know, as we mentioned before, the first part we dealt with faith. The four things expected of us in the scriptures during the end times. The first one is have faith. Second one is to keep being prayerful, and the third one is endurance. Key scripture here is in Matthew twenty four thirteen, where Jesus said, "He that endures to the end." shall be saved. So focusing on endurance, you'd see uh, endurance may be interpreted in different ways. But for believers, endurance, if you look at it in the light of other scriptures, it may not be interpreted in that negative sense to mean patient endurance. You know, to suffer something, some pain, some difficult situation, you know, patiently tolerating evil, or uh, to bear the weight of defeat or survive um, life. So I, I believe for believers, our calling indicates that the word endurance used in Matthew 24 13 is to be interpreted in the light of other scriptures, especially New Testament scriptures. The Bible says in the light of, in the, in the word of two or three witnesses, the truth shall be established. You know, Matthew 18, 16, you see that in 1 Corinthians 13, 1, and even Deuteronomy 19, 16. As we are to be followers of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Moreover, we have victory in Christ. We are kings and priests to God most high. And, and so we are expected to overcome, have dominion. You see, the key first blessing sentence or the, or, or the phrase that God used to bless Adam, which was repeated several times in the scriptures, especially in the New to Old Testament, January. Genesis was to be fruitful, multiply, and have dominion over everything on earth. There's nothing to make us believe that that has changed. Moreover, we have victory in Christ, so that that dominion has not changed. Jesus said, all power and authority has been given to me, so therefore go forward. Therefore, go and get make disciples of all nations. So we are kings and priests to God, and we overcome. The meaning of endurance, therefore, in Matthew 24, 13, for believers, must necessarily mean something akin to the definition which is maximum performance under given conditions. It could also be the capacity to withstand or to last wear and tear, the ability to bear a difficult situation or process without giving up or without giving in. So for these reasons, let's endure what the world tells us will happen when believers face challenges. You know, why should we endure to the end? And what's of endurance? How are we to endure to the end? Jesus came that we might have life and life abundantly in John 10, 10. So to endure, therefore, should be seen in line with these other New Testament scriptures concerning believers in trial, such as Romans 8, 28, 
It says, And we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God and who are called according to his purposes. In John 14, 16, Jesus said, I will send you another comforter. The Greek word for the word comforter used here by Jesus is parakletos, meaning intercessor, advocate. An advocate, <laughs> you know, is a comforter advocate. Even as you're enduring, he advocates for you. He intercedes for you. In, in 2 Peter 1, verse 6 especially, but from 3 to 10, it let us know if you say, finally, my brethren, be strong. It's not 2 Peter, uh, my apologies. Bible tells Ephesians 6, finally, my, bro- my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on therefore the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle against to wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness. In John 5, verse 4, the Bible says, Whatever is born, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So these scriptures tell me that when Jesus said, He that endures to the end shall be saved. It means he that endures it does not is not overcome by weakness. He that overcomes the world because he's born of God, he overcomes in the way he endures. The victory that over the world is our faith in that situation. The New Testament tells us clearly that God expects us and in fact has given us all things to prevail over trials and challenges. See first Peter one, particularly three to six. It says hence we are so Count it all joy when trials and temptations come. James 1.5 says, in fact, it tells us that. In the subsequent verses, you know, prior to that, says, are indicative of the, of the interpretation in James 1. The first of the verses, which is verse 3, says that, When trials come, rejoice, because the trying of your faith works patience, so that you may be perfect. Remember, we are to be followers of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So let patience therefore have a perfect work that we may be entire wanting nothing. I mean, it's victory, having received the object of our faith. If needed, therefore, ask for wisdom. Wisdom is God's word for your situation. So because as faith comes by hearing God's word. In my view, the third point or the third factor, the third position in the end time position or scriptural position for the end time, which means enduring to the end, should be seen in conjunction with these other scriptures. So as kings and princes, we should live in dominion no matter what. In fact, Second Peter 1, 3-6 makes this very clear. It tells us we are partakers of God's divine nature through the word, the wisdom of God. It encourages us that to be effective as a believer, partaking of God's divine nature, we should add to our faith virtue and to virtue knowledge and to knowledge patient endurance, among other things, so that we should be sure that the patient endurance quality spoken of in this first Second Peter 1 is one of God to make us more effective in the end times so as to be successful and not to be unfruitful in the knowledge of Christ. That's my take of this Second Peter 1, 36. 
patient endurance, a quality given to us by God to be effective, so as to be fruitful in the knowledge of Christ. An example, in my view, of, of, of trials, of, you see, of patient endurance is in this situation we have been in the last few days, of the pandemic, in the end times, whereby we are to add to our faith patient endurance to be effective. But the pandemic does not have victory over us as believers. We are not to suffer through the crisis or patiently through the crisis. But patient endurance here in this situation means that we have to grow through this crisis victorious in God's way. For each individual, it may be different, but we are not supposed to be in defeat, be defeated by the pandemic, no matter what. It means that we have to stand in faith, listening to God's direction, believe it, and speak to the mountain, be it COVID, the virus, be it economic attacks or, you know, situations. Pray and knowing that you have received your desired end. Put on the whole armor of God, as Ephesians 6 10 to 18. So even if it's your job, your business, your life has been directly impacted by COVID, you ought to have patient endurance as a believer and be victorious in the end. The victory we have over the world is our faith. What, no matter what situation it is, we have victory. We're not supposed to suffer and go through it. We're supposed to go through it victorious. The Bible says that God gives strength to those who turn the battle at the gate. The Bible also lets us know that, you know, when we go through the fire, He is with us. When we go through the water, He is with us. He will never let us leave us nor forsake us. So in essence, it's up to us to decide in this situation, I am going to win. I am going to, the Bible says we should be followers of those who through pay faith and patience inherit the promise. Faith doesn't mean victory. There is no equivalent of defeat in faith. Faith always means success, victory. This is the confidence we have in him. This is the victory we have in him in all. So therefore, a consistent view of enduring to the end in Matthew 24, death, and with other scriptures in the New Testament, some of which I've mentioned earlier, is not being subdued or brought to your knees by the suffering a trial, and, and it's not to give up, but to come out victorious. It's to know that at the end of this, I am winning. I have won already 2,000 years ago when Christ Jesus died for me. So at the end of this situation, I am winning. So I'm picking up these scriptures, speaking them out aloud. I'm speaking to that mountain, and I know that at the end, I win. You know, at the end, I win. So it's, you're using it, you're coming out victorious, you're using the weapons of our warfare, fighting the good fight of faith. You be not weary, you not give up on your faith or your confession. In, as the scripture says, where you put on the whole armor of God so as not to be, you know, so as to be strong in the Lord, standing against the schemes of the devil, and will be victorious no matter what. All authority has been given to Jesus Christ and he's delegating that to us. Every name is under our, us, under the name of Jesus, including COVID. So no matter what it is, for us to patiently endure means fighting the good fight of faith in this situation as we're going through that situation, knowing that at the end of it all, we have joy, we have victory. Hence, the Bible says, count it all joy. Hallelujah. When trials come, 
because I'm happy I'm going to destroy because I win. <laughs> I see the end. The end is victory. The next session is that this episode is we're going to intercede for, for a couple of countries, including Central African Republic, Mozambique again, uh, and Nigeria and Uganda. So starting with Central African Republic, our prayer here is, you know, there has been a bit of violence, you know, in the Central African Republic, which is Congo, you know, in the previous prior to the elections, some violence, and we're going to pray against the, against the violence spiraling out of control. We decree that there is, there's not going to go back into war in the name of Jesus. The fragile peace in the country, and we refuse to let war come back in the name of Jesus. We stand against it. He said war will not return in our country in the name of Jesus in the Central African Republic. Oh, Father, Lord, we thank you because He, you make peace in the borders of Central African Republic, and you fill that country with the finest of the wheat. You send your commandments upon Central African Republic. Your word runs very swiftly all through that country to bring about peace. And we cry peace unto that country in the name of Jesus. You said in your word that until the Spirit be poured upon Central African Republic from on high and the wilderness be a fruitful field and the fruitful field be counted for a forest, then judgment shall dwell in the wilderness and righteousness shall remain if you in the field. Oh, bless your name, O oh Lord. We thank you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We give you praise. And all the work of righteousness shall be peace in Central African Republic. The effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. In the name of Jesus. Oh, now the God of peace himself gives Central African Republic peace. 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 Always, by all means, the Lord be with you all. Second Thessalonians 3.16 The Lord lift up his countenance upon Central African Republic. Number 6.26 And give you peace. We declare peace. We declare peace in the name of Jesus. All those planning, trying to orchestrate violence in that country, we say there is no peace, saith the Lord unto the wicked. The Lord brings the counsel of nations to not. He makes the thoughts and plans of the peoples who are planning evil of no effect in Central African Republic in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for victory. In the name of Jesus, we declare, we declare in the name of Jesus' peace. We say we put an end to violence. I say you cannot go back to war in the in name of Jesus. Thank you. Even as we pray, we lift up Nigeria unto your hands. We say, the Boko Haram shall not have victory in that country in the name of Jesus. Lord, we said, we declare peace to Nigeria. As Boko Haram attacked a few people, they attacked the village just during this Christmas weekend in Nigeria, not east, not east part of Nigeria which they have been attacking before, and we declare in the name of Jesus that there is no peace to the wicked. There is no peace to those henchmen, Boko Haram, those strategies, those planning those evil in Boko Haram. There is no peace for them. In the name of Jesus, we bring their counsels to naught. You make that, you know, you make their thoughts and their plans of no effect. In the name of Jesus, we say peace, peace. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Father, Lord, we thank you. We bless your name. We bless your name. We'll go ahead and pray for Mozambique. For Mozambique this time, we're praying for a report 
on the protection, you know, praying for the protection of displaced children, um, children who have been displaced due to the um, attacks in the northern part of Mozambique. And so about 250,000 children have been displaced and they're facing deadly, deadly threat, the threats of deadly diseases, a lack of a safe water, sanitation and hygiene. Services have been put, you know, have put all these about 250,000 children um, at risk. Um, this they have been displaced due to the escalating crisis in the northern province of Mozambique. And so we're going to pray for them. Though the UNICEF, United Nations you know, Children and Education Fund, has warned, our foundation has warned that they do this, um, a quarter of a million children are at risk of deadly diseases due to a lack of safe water. Um, and the situation is made worse um, as the rainy season is just starting. So, Father Lord, we lift up these children to your hands. We lift up children in Mozambique unto your hands. We pray, Lord, for divine help and protection. We pray the prayer offered. You say the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. Lord, raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Lord, we lift up these children to your hands. We stand in faith, saying, Lord, these children will be protected. We pray for their protection. We stand in faith for their protection in the name of Jesus. You said in your word in Jeremiah 30, 17, I will restore to you health and heal your wounds, says the Lord, because you are called an outcast, even these children who are displaced, oh, for whom no one cares. In the name of Jesus, Lord, send forth your word and heal these children and deliver these children from destruction. Going to Psalm 1, Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus, I as we love you, as we abide in you and intercede for these children. In your mercy, O oh Lord, be their refuge and their fortress. Father, Lord, we pray, we are God in whom we trust. Surely you will save them from the fowler's snare and from deadly pestilence. You cover these children with your feathers so that under your wings they will find refuge. Let your faithfulness, O Lord, be their shield and rampart. In the name of Jesus, that they will not be afraid. We decree that they will not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. No harm will overtake them. No disaster will come near the tent. For you, dear Lord, will command your angels concerning these children in Mozambique and Uganda even to guard them in all the ways. The angels will lift these displaced children in their hands so that they will not strike their foot against the stone in the name of Jesus. Lord, because we love you, we are interceding for these children because we love you. We pray that you rescue and protect them as we acknowledge your name in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father Lord. Lord, we thank you. We pray for safe water, sanitation, and hygiene services for these children. You care for the land, O oh Lord, and you water it. According to Psalm 65, 9 and 10, you enrich it abundantly. The streams of God are filled with water to provide the people, the children, with grain. For do you, for so you have ordained it. 
You drench the furrows with the land and level its riches. You soften it with showers and bless its crops in that land. In the name of Jesus, we thank you because we God all things are possible. And so we decree clean water and sanitation for the children in the land of northern Mozambique. In the name of Jesus, for as the deer pants after the streams of water, so our soul pants after you, dear Lord. Provide water for these children, displaced children in Mozambique. In the name of Jesus, we decree that they will neither hunger nor thirst, nor will the desert heat of the sun beat down on them. For he who has compassion on them, O Lord, you will guide them and you lead them beside string springs of water. As we believe in you, O Lord Jesus, you said in John 7 37 and 38 that anyone who let anyone who is tested come to you and drink. Whoever believes in you, as scripture says, rivers of living water will flow from within them. Therefore, Lord, we pray that rivers of living water flow from our souls, from our prayers as we this, as we stay in prayer, as we kneel, as we cry in prayer. Let rivers of living water literally bring forth, burst forth. Manifest water for the children in the name of Jesus. Those in physical water, in need of physical water, it be produced to them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. With you, all things are possible. We bless you. We bless your name. Thank you. Another situation I think is the last situation of today is Uganda. We're going to lift up the situation in Uganda. The United Nations you know, put it out there in the report saying that due to the COVID situation, the pandemic, is the funding has dried up for the United Nations food program in, in Uganda. You see, so um, the refugees are, are lacking in food and who are stuck in, in, in Uganda. You know, they're actually employing the word that we should not use the word should not use COVID as pandemic as a, as a excuse not to help with World Food Program. So the they need the United Nations Agency urgently needs about ninety five point eight million dollars to provide food full rations of food for refugees in Uganda for the for the next six months at least. The WFP, which is World Food Program, said that. With available resources, it aims to continue assisting the most vulnerable groups, groups including women, children, and the elderly. But they note that they, you know there are they have fears that many could not be helped. So we're going to lift up the situation to God's hands that God will provide, you know, provide food for the World Food Program for to assist these children, you know, in you to assist. The people, the refugees, mainly in Uganda. Lord, we acknowledge that according to Deuteronomy 8.3, you fed the children of Israel Malan, which they knew not. Neither did their fathers know, that you may make them know that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And so accordingly, we declare and proclaim your word in this situation in Uganda. And we say, you have put your words in our mouth and covered us with the shadow of your hand, that you may plant the heavens, and you may lay the foundations of the earth, and say to Zion, and say to Uganda, you are my people. We declare funding. We declare funding for the World Food Assistance Program. In the name of Jesus, we call for that $95 billion needed for the next six months for that program to feed the refugees. In the name of Jesus, or oh, according to Nehemiah 9, verse 15, you, O oh Lord, give the children of Israel bread from heaven. 
from heaven for their hunger. And you brought forth water for them out of the rock for their test. We say, O oh Lord, provide the same for the people in Uganda in the name of Jesus, that they will not hunger nor test, nor will the desert or the sun beat down on them. For you who have compassion of them will guide them. And you lead them beside spring waters. Provide in the name of Jesus. You uphold, O Lord, the cause of the praise, according to Psalm 146. And you give food to the hungry. The Lord sets prisoners free. The Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the foreigner and sustains the fatherless and the widow, but he frustrates the way of the wicked. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray that the richer countries in this world, we have the eyes open to know that you have promised, you know, in Isaiah 58, 10, that if they spend themselves in the behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the prayers, then your light will rise in the darkness, in their darkness, and your and and their light will become like the noonday. Lord, move and cause these rich countries, rich people, you know, in the western part of the world and all over the world to provide the food needed by the, by the World Food Program. For whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord, and you will reward them for what they have done. We thank you, Lord. We thank you because the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. And as the rivers of water, you turn it to where you will, Turn the hearts of these rich people, the rich countries, to help a world food program. In the name of Jesus, with that 95 million needed to feed the refugees in Uganda. In the name of Jesus, we decree, we thank you, Lord, because to do justice and judgment is more acceptable to you, Lord, than sacrifice. We pray according to Psalm 132, verse 15, that you abundantly bless the provisions of those refugees and satisfy them with bread. Because behold, the eyes of the Lord is upon them that fear him and upon them that hope in his mercy to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive and found. Our soul, Lord, waits for you. You are help. You are a help. You are a help and a shield. In the name of Jesus, thank you because you delivered them from death. And keep their soul from famine. We bless you for victory. We give you praise. We give you praise. We bless your name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on uh, this episode of the Peace Prayer Project. Please subscribe to the um, podcast and leave a review. Um, a, a good review uh, if you've prayed and interceded for these nations a good review will help as other listeners you know to join us in praying for these perilous situations in these perilous times men ought always to pray and not to faint it's better we pray use our faith for the needs of others and God takes care of us and have a wonderful restful holidays time today um praying with us and sharing tips on walking by faith. Um, Till we meet the next time, I'll say shalom. Keep walking by faith and keep praying for peace. That is the way we shorten the days of the end times by praying and walking by faith. Pray for conflict hotspots and walking by and walk by faith. Live life in the spirit. Till we meet again, shalom.